we're going to talk about men's fashion week, men, the menswear that has been showing. Mm-hmm. I'm so confused by the calendar because I'm seeing a lot of like ready to wear collections at the same oh, time. Yeah. And then I'm hearing that there are couture shows. No, couture is not yet. When's that? I don't know. Later. Later. It's like not now. Later, later, later. Later, we later, later. We have to later, deal later. with the men first. Yeah. Get them out of the way. So we thought we'd talk about men and men's clothes and masculinities. I mentioned it to my coworker. And he was like, masculinity is so boring. Masculinity is so mm. boring. What do you think of that? Yeah. I, um, I watched the, <laughs> I watched the Vice, um, video where they had all these men and um I don't know it's all just a wondrous time lapse like the they them that was there talking about Freud and um you know catching everyone in their blind spots was the same person that like dressed up as Julia Fox for Halloween with all of their they them friends (laughs) and then I'm like thinking about Julia Fox talking about men and like issue like what's the deal with masculinity and like her raising a son and, and her sort of, um, she's so much more like equipped to talk about it. It's funny that you bring her up as like almost like the opposite or like the exemplar of like this dialogue because she is so much more equipped to talk about it is so much more articulated, so much more precise and exacting and actually talks about it in a more material, meaningful way. Whereas Mm. like almost like when it becomes abstracted to the point of that non-binary person on that panel of vice people, it's like, actually, did did you say anything meaningful? I don't know. But I also didn't watch the whole thing. (laughs) Don't worry, you didn't miss anything. No, it was like, it was a lot of regurgitated ideas that Mm. we've we've heard before. I'm Mm. sure to somebody it would be an interesting watch. I'm not sure that I'm that somebody. Because masculinity is not boring to me. It's the very reason why you think it's boring is the very reason why I'm like, no, that's what makes it the most interesting because I disagree with you. If you, um, if you think that masculinity is like a dry flavorless, I don't know. I think it's an untapped like well of Mm. beauty and, Mm. um, excitement, potentiality. Yes. Mm, I agree. And it's spurting. Oh, exploding. <laughs> double explosion. Double, <laughs> double explosion. eruption. Double, double eruption. eruption. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I think if you have your blinders on, then you're going to think it's, you're going to think it's boring. Uh, not to tear into my coworker. Like, I think. <laughs> Do you like, think your coworker listens to the podcast? Well, he said he'd listen to this one. <laughs> no but that's okay See? it's okay to disagree and that's not yeah. unfriendly no it's not antisocial it's not antisocial it's it, it's important and i think if what like if we're just agreeing with each other over and over again then what's the point of a conversation mm-hmm. we're not getting anywhere exactly just be real just be real <laughs> just be real um yeah you went to the fashioning masculinities um, I did. Spectacle. It, at, and it um, was. It VNA. was. Yeah. Um, in London. <laughs> in London. <laughs> it's closed now. You can't see it. If you didn't see it, it's over. Um, yeah. It was, no more masculinity. <laughs> it's over. It's done. I wish um, 
Did you order the book? I haven't ordered it. Oh yet. my god, I wish I had the book a little bit because it's it was fabulous. Right yeah, it was really it was yeah. it was really something. It was like um it and it very much followed this like sexual persona idea of like from pagan to modernity um where it like starts with like an arrangement of like a JW Anderson outfit with the Ludovic de Sanson in one and one other one that, and they're like posed as the three graces. Mm. And yeah, it does this beautiful thing of, you know, interweaving like Castle's video performance art with like excerpts from Orlando and paintings of like British, I don't know, like what, like Georgian aristocrats that were like, cross-dresser butch type of people like it was really cool wow it just sounds so intelligent like i'm my brain is <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's getting fizzy in there yeah um yeah it was fabu there was this like towards the end um like <laughs> you do you remember that like video of from the Margiela runway where that model was like yes. stomping down really embarrassingly Anton. Anton. Right, 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 right right they had like his outfit with like a bunch of like leather daddy kind of fits like posed so opposite good. all these like suits like the last section before they had like fucking harry styles dresses the last section before that was this whole room of like just black and white outfits and it was kind of about like suiting and like even like those like cloistered priest garments and Mm. beautiful like alexander mcqueen stuff i like overheard someone talking and they were like what's her name like sarah burton or something they were like they're like i don't know i've met her a couple times she doesn't know how to tailor (laughs) 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 which was stupid Uh. um and then this really great rick owens garment it's like a jumpsuit with like a like onesie kind of some zip hardware open, <laughs> zip open hardware to like expose literally the bump cheeks and hole oh my god um and it was worn by menswear writer charlie Porter. um and the kind of like i don't know wall text said it's completely perverse said menswear writer charlie Porter of this jumpsuit with the big zippered panel on the lower back owen's interpretation of the suit unfastens restrictive definitions of masculinities um, as Owens told Porter, this is a collection about power tops and sloppy bottoms. And I think obviously like the plurality of masculinity becomes more exciting and erotic and like interesting when we're talking about like gay masculinity. Well, of course. Duh. Of course. Yeah, that's that's I guess and like your coworker was not talking about that. No. Your coworker was talking about men wearing grey t-shirts probably and like you know like probably, yeah. men i don't know having no no swag no swag right like <laughs> yeah. that's probably what your co-worker was talking about they weren't yeah. talking about um you know power trans mask and, swag and, 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 sloppy. and sloppy topping and <laughs> bottoming <laughs> and penis sizes <laughs> oh that's what i love about rick is that he is constantly toying with us um and dangling these like perverted like gay sex imageries Mm. um um and and there is some dangling there's stuff dangling on the runway you know what i mean yeah parts Um, (laughs) that part that part the the one um (laughs) the one the the one the one 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 kind Um, um yeah yeah that's what i love about him this collection is no different yeah this recent one is it 
I don't know. I didn't even, I, to be honest, like, uh, I had a look. I'm looking. Um, I saw someone really annoying on TikTok say that, uh, the makeup was giving Julia Fox a run for her money. <laughs> and I just found that very boring because to me, it's like, Julia Fox is doing Rick Owens makeup. Like, right, it's like, not the other way around. You well, of course. Stupid heads. But also it's like, they're bleeding from their eyes. They're fucking miserable, but they're cool. The, yeah. They're clearly the walking black. around with dystopia. Yeah. And their faces are becoming more and more architectural, just like the clothing mm. when you cut it up into these geometric shapes. Um, I feel like I read somewhere that Rick has had Tyrone um, open like every menswear show that he's done for the last like six wow. or something years or something. I mean, like, and it's don't clear stop that that's now. his boy toy. Yeah. Um, which is so crazy. Which is so fabulous. Even Australian my brother's like, he always Paris. says like, isn't it funny that he's Australian? He, he's such a trip. Like, I encourage. And he has like, I'm just noticing he has like a dream catcher tattoo on no, his. No, he's like, he's like boho, he's like, you know? <laughs> that's what's really well, weird. Well, I love that like. And that's the fabulousness yes. of like the muse as someone who is like. By they have, they have, yeah, right. <laughs> they have like their own world, but like we're seeing him in Rick's world and there's such a dissonance between looking at this like Byron Bay, boho, blonde, Bondi icebergs, faggot yeah. walking around in this like, I don't know. Like kinky cape with kinky boots. It's so kinky boots. The cape <laughs> is just great. I mean. Also, I love like under boob. Even yeah, on, especially great. on dudes. I don't know. I think that's fabulous. It's so, so great. Does he have, he has a little snail trail. I love snail trail too. And I can see one of his tattoos says encore. Um, and it's obviously about like the collection is why, well, I mean, he's Rick Owens visual language is um, about utility versus mm-hmm. like, bo- it's like boho utilitarian. <laughs> Cause there's like these kind of like frayed bits that kind of drag off because You've been in like the crimes of the future dystopia, but you're kind yes. of like bohemian about it. Like, yes. I don't know. It's not, this isn't giving me like science fiction the way some of his other collections do. Like it's giving me like, when you get a bit further down, it does get a bit science fiction. Like I firstly, so. I mean, a cape is like always going to be somehow. No, that's just boho. That's opera. To me, I'm this see, is like Madama Butterfly, so, like, but <laughs> like superhero. No, villain. I just, I don't want to take it to that place. It's Madama Butterfly, but like in the Athens that Cronenberg shot Crimes right, of the Future right, right. in. And what he's doing that's kind of new and, you know, it's always such a slight variation. The way he like tweaks his vision is these like big pillowy mm. cushioned, I don't know, like leather i want to say um i think they call them donuts they kind of they kind of give me this dystopian vibe of like you know being able to withstand the elements Mm. and not only in the in the way that like rick owens has such a deliberate attention to the materiality of his garments and how they will protect someone from the cold or protect someone from certain types of climates but that like maybe a cushion walking around in a big fucking padded cushion is gonna protect you from like psychic damage yeah and it's it's sort of 
it's sort of like straight jacket in a way. It's sort of like a padded room, you know, it's giving me something tortured and psychiatric, which is obviously like exactly what he wants us to say. Yeah, because then there's this great quote um, from him that says, um, just on being tortured <laughs> psychi- <laughs> psychologically. psychologically. I think that ties into this like idea of repression where he says, yes. it's a Victorian silhouette. There's a prudishness. We remember that era so much for suppressing sensuality, but doing so in an elaborate way, um, in such an elaborate way that you couldn't help but think about it. Totally. Isn't totally. that sexy? And obviously that's a history of sexuality Foucault kind of reference there mm-hmm. about repression and and why we live in this prudish repressed backward society when mm-hmm. it comes to sex and sexuality and mm-hmm. gender and so forth mm-hmm. wait mm-hmm. can we do can we do testo junkie a little bit just yeah, to it's so like i mean firstly rick is so testo junkie like oh damn. everything everything he's ever stood for is like you know harness the potential of your body turn you like become the um become the roided like uh himbo that you were always meant to be (laughs) like um so for those that have been living under a rock um there is a book that's going to change your life (laughs) um (laughs) called psychologically psychologically, and biologically biologically um called testo junkie um paul b preciado Sex, Drugs, and Biopolitics in the Pharmacopornographic Era. I mean... I read this a few years ago when I was living in Paris, which is where Paul lives and writes from. Mm. Um, and uh, and I remember I was doing... Um, what the fuck is the course called? Post-pornographic studies. Yeah, except for, for me, in our, like... Repressed. In our repressed society, they had changed the name to, to like art, gender, and sexuality. Art, gender, and sexuality, which is just like so, so asexual of them to have done that. Um, so I did that course, and it was fab, of course. Um, and when I was reading this book, um, there are these fantastic lists where Paul sort of explores. Um, masculinity, femininity, whiteness, and the pharmacopornographic political ecology, as he would put it. <laughs> it's so um, fierce. It's so fierce. Like, just like words are Lego. Meaningful. <laughs> words are meaningful Lego blocks, and you can build them if you are creative enough, which yeah. he is. So he writes a list of, about, um, yeah, masculinity and, 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 and things that, uh, become codes and and signs of of masculinity. So I'll start. James Bond, soccer, wearing pants, knowing how to raise your voice, platoon, knowing how to kill, knowing how to smash somebody's face, mass media, stomach ulcers, the precariousness of paternity as a natural bond, overalls, sweat, war, Bruce Willis, Operation Desert Storm, speed, terrorism, sex for sex's sake, getting hard like Ron Jeremy, knowing how to drink, Earning money, Rocky, Prilisek, the city, bars, hookers, boxing, the garage, the shame of not getting hard like Ron Jeremy, Viagra, prostate cancer, broken noses, philosophy, gastronomy, Scarface, having dirty hands, Bruce Lee, paying alimony to your ex-wife, conjugal violence, horror films, porn, gambling, bets, the government, the state, the corporation, cold cuts, hunting and fishing, boots, the tie, the three-day growth of beard, 
the alcohol, coronaries, balding, the Grand Prix, journey to the moon, getting plastered, hanging yourself, big watches, calloused hands, keeping your anus squeezed shut, <laughs> camaraderie, bursts of laughter, intelligence, encyclopedic knowledge, sexual obsessions, Don Juanism, misogyny, being a skinhead, serial killers, heavy metal, leaving your wife for a younger woman, fear of getting fucked in the ass and not seeing your children after the divorce, the desire to get fucked in the ass. I mean... <laughs> it's such a mic drop. Who else can relate? Like... <laughs> um, and I think that Rick Owens wants to get fucked in the ass. And I, I think... I don't think it's happened yet. Why? Because I, I think if he got fucked in the ass, he would stop making fucked in the ass kind of clothes. Right. And I think yeah. he would make really boring... Oh, that's really... I hope he never gets fucked in the ass. I think if he ass. got fucked in the ass, he'd become like J.W. Anderson. <laughs> Which we will talk about. Don't worry. <laughs> Later. Trust. You will be dealt with. <laughs> but don't you think the, like, the donuts are kind of prolapsy now that you think about that's it? so true. It's like the anus Bulbous. spilling out. <laughs> yeah, it's... I mean, there's some... There's, there's some spillage. <laughs> um, yeah, and... Oh, that list is so major. It's just so crazy. And it's like, it's almost exhaustive. You know what I mean? Like, like it like, actually kind of covers everything. I think it covered everything. <laughs> <laughs> so that's masculinities. <laughs> so that's, that's all. <laughs> that's everything that we wanted to talk about today. Um, yeah, Rick, Rick Owens, you're a genius. Um, I, I believe that like, if queer baiting was what Rick Owens does with like this mm. kind of like but that kind of dressing this kind of like maybe i have gay sex but you don't know like maybe i yeah because also like like straight fashion boys like love rick oh you know what i mean like it's him. not like a, it's not really like a gay but thing as much as it's a straight thing i feel TikTok like talk because yeah. you know the rick boys are like they're really devout they're also like they're they're tribe like they are tribe you know what i mean like they're rick tribe they are they are and, and, and it's, it's they are legion of the, cult of the cult of rick but I saw some great thing when I was like buying my banana, mm. like Rick, mm. the kind of it to explain it's a, an asymmetrical ribbed sort of pull, like skin tight top. That, yeah. Like that knitted top. Knitted top that, um, that's, I, it's, I think they're called the banana tops because they mm hang really low and and you can either wear them as like a doubled up piece of fabric around your chest or you Mm. can like wear it as a dress that like goes down one side you're kind of like peeling peeling down the banana peel yeah that's what it is or like unsheathing unsheathing the foreskin off the cock right right and when i was sort of building myself up to spending like rick kind of money um i was looking at all these tiktoks and i suddenly ended up on Rick talk, you know, <laughs> and I haven't been able to get out of there, but there was some Duck. TikTok and I'm scrolling. So they're also like social media obsessed. These boys, they're documenting every moment. Mm. It was something I'll find it. And I'll like put it on our vanity project Inc story, but it was something like, how come, like, don't y'all feel like extra feminine when you wear this Rick Owens clothing? Like, don't y'all feel like extra like prissy and, Oh my god and um wait what was the like i don't get the implication that you feel like like these like straight boys are feeling like flirty frisky feminine well they're like feeling fine, fresh feminine no they're feeling very emasculated right so they're like 
they're like enjoying it or no? Yeah, they're enjoying it, but they're feeling a little bit like like a bit embarrassed, like taken to their edge. They're being right, edged, you know. Right, right. Which I think is nice that he's pushing pushing the straight boys' buttons that way. I don't know. That's cute. It's great. It's great. And um, yeah, yeah. I'll find the video. I... These TikToks they slip through my fingers every time. Like if there's like, like I, <laughs> I feel like something like Walter Van Buren Donk is like. That's like verse dressing, right? Like it's only like yeah. Walter Van Buren Donk is very verse. Then what's like Rick Owens? If you had to categorize, oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure. I think it's just straight, right? You think it's like, just straight? I think it's just like straight. Yeah. I think the men that are wearing like that are really wearing Rick are, yeah. are straight men. I do too. I do too. Do you think girls like it when guys wear Rick Owens? I haven't, I just, I, I would we're be guessing. so far out of I our realm. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. This is an episode where we're gonna guess what girls and boys like. <laughs> and, and it's like that video, uh, that format on TikTok that's like, he wants this, but she wants this. And no, he not, wants not. this. Do you know my algorithm one? knows that I don't know what that is. I've never it's seen like one all of these those. different gay boys, and they're showing that nobody wants what. The, the person that wants them back and there's oh. like this vicious cycle where, <gasps> oh, where you know where faggoted like femboys want like um repressed straight jocks who want like um you know and it and it's kind of, and then it circles around to the point where it repeats yeah I, I can't do it no, justice, no, no, no. but That's, you know you know what i'm talking I about i do i know i know the vibe now it's i don't get those tiktoks on my feet but um no it's so stupid it's like shane mccutcheon like fan edits of like the l word like yeah, it's right, really bad right, right. <laughs> anyway let's talk about ludovic de saint senin yeah or however you say it when I was in Paris, I applied. I don't know if you remember this. I do. I applied <laughs> for an like an internship um, at Ludovic, and um, needless to say, <laughs> <laughs> would you be here if you got it? Probably not. <laughs> Can you imagine my life if I was a person? Who I know did you an would. Internship like, he would so like. Certain... He would love you. He would. You would like. <laughs> I actually I would, saw him in I person. Would... I did. I. I was. Where was I? I was at Merci. Which is oh, like you took I'm me there. You took me there. I'm already forgetting the, you took the me there. Where, uh, where, is where it? was it? It was around the corner from Yves Saint Lambert. Uh, wait, Yvon Lambert. The book, sh- the the magazine shop. It's like mm. North North Marais, mm. and um, it it was like this like, totally um the eighth. Yeah. Basti, scratching my head. <laughs> um. Yeah, the store was like this. Um, I, what's an Australian equivalent? It's I don't know. It's like beautiful boutique homewares and yeah. If I could say it was maybe like going into like Inku, but with homeware, like featuring homewares yeah, featuring more homeware, yeah, and then like kind of skater brands and you know, nice watches and mm. nice sunglasses mm. and things like that. Totally not my, so not my gig, <laughs> but, um, but really fun to look around, but really fun to look mm. around. And yeah, one Sunday, I think I was there and I saw Ludovic de Saint-Cernan with his posse of, you know, very handsome faggots. Mm. And I was like, Oh, that's, 
that's Ludovic de Saint Cernan. <laughs> that's the one. Anyway, uh, I made a story out of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> To me, that was everything. Yes. Um, you know, I think um, selfishly I'm happy because I would have lost you to Ludovic. <laughs> no, I'm joking. There's still time, Charles. There's so still funny. time. It's so sad. It's so funny. It's so funny. I need to take my top off. Take it off. So take it off. Hot. Take it off. She's oh. disrobing. Mm. She's undressing just like a man would. Yeah. Um, we should talk about toplessness on this pod because it, it, is, it is relevant. It is. It is. You know, for me, it makes me me sad that the word topless that implies breasts. It implies male breasts. Oh, muscles. Mm. To me, it implies right. It implies those men that I'm like seeing more and more walking the streets without their tops on. Mm. I want to. I want to repress them and I want to put them in clothes because I just I get I get annoyed when I have to see you're like frustrated by it. Frustrated because it's like. The girls can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being so silly. I know. You're so women's rights. I know. I know. Freedom fighter, for real. No, for me, it all changed when um, Five Foot Two came out and <laughs> Lady Gaga said, I'm just more comfortable this way and took the top off. Um, <sighs> well, I feel like like this, talking about this like <laughs> quality of dressing <laughs> is quite relevant to the Ludovic collection because it's like... It's a perfect segue. He was <laughs> sending out these... These pairs of people, basically, they yeah. weren't they weren't actually walking as pairs, but one after another, someone would come out in one look, and someone would come out in a look, the same but slightly different. Yes. So there's like there's like let me pull it up. This guy in like leather lace up pants. They're gorgeous, like straight cut leather pants with a feather boa, so cute and silly with yeah. a feather boa. And then the next person is. A girl in like a it's very sex like a girl in like a sex shop dress with like kinky those those places that aren't platforms that like Lady Gaga has worn for the last twelve years. Like mm. those are her like you know, tour boot. Totally. Um totally. And then yeah, there were just like pairs of pairs of looks, which is it was I don't know. I, to me it was really cute. And to me it was like working towards working towards like an an articulation of like why the androgyne is so sexy like why yeah the the shemaleness of it all is like so ever alluring and yeah. it was very sexual persona in that way to me yeah. because it's kind of this like modern pagan like who is the who is the i don't know that like androgyne expression of beauty and what does what does she do in 2023 yes no and is she wearing ludovic de sensen yes yeah (laughs) yeah it's like i mean ludovic seems to really be interested in these sort of softer nods to fetishistic Mm. like like i don't know textiles Mm, and motifs and, motifs and and you know the little like corseted lacing around the cock in mm. the speedos and the the way that that like i don't know let's really like hone in like, on that yeah let's talk about it let's talk about putting lacing over a cock and then like yeah like ch- like sending this like buzz cut faggot with a choker and and high top boots 
um, down the runway in, in a pair of speedos and like a fabulous snail trail and these tiny little nipples and like <laughs> they're so small I just saw them a tattoo that says ASAP ASAP like that's despo and like look at the hair on his legs I know like it it's horny it's it's horny it was something that Alex Higgins said on the um on the Chloe pod about gay men designing designing for menswear and how like it changes something when you know that like Ludovic de Sincernan is like desiring in in Alex's words Mm. um wanting to blow the models Mm. that he's sending down Mm. the runway Mm. and like I believe that when Ludovic de Sincernan was casting this show it was a scale of how much do I want to blow these male models and this one was the winner and that's why he's in the laced up speedo quack bulge. And look at his stupid little boy haircut. And his stupid little boy face, you know? Like, Such a little boy. It's like, so bad. Like, Lev, if Lev was here, he would say, that's George Miles. You know what I mean? <gasps> <laughs> did you, yeah, did you get an email back? I haven't gotten an email back yet. Okay. I'm Let holding me out. I'm, no, I don't have I'm one. I'm holding out until you do. Um... Yeah, so this look is... Which number is it? 20? Look number 20. It reminded me... When I saw the Eche Homo um, post, it Love reminded Eche me Homo. of the Tom Brown cod piece and mm. that, like, moment of... Um, overt sexual prowess and... Um, and pageant, sexual pageantry. Sexual pageantry. Like a, like a what? pony trotting around with its massive horse cock we were yes hanging, hanging touching the floor oh ow <laughs> it's just dramatic. oh my god oh dude does it hang low does it wobble to and fro can you tie it in a knot can you tie it in a bow that's what rick was doing with the with the it was actually like a like a knotted cock that they were walking oh. down the <laughs> i need you to illuminate me this way you know there was something semi about rick's show and this this is just... This is a hard-on. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, say it. Say it. Um, and, you know, he's cute. He's wearing a... Like, there's like... What what are those things called? Those things in the... That you put lacing through. That, like, lacing hole things with the metal ring. I don't know what to call the lacing oh, hole things. Oh, there's a name for them. Let me Google. Lacing hole oh, thing. Lacing hole metal thing. Lacing hole name. What's in a lacing? What's hole? in a name? <laughs> an eyelet. An eyelet. The eyelet. There's. It's a. So it's like he's like. Um, oh my god! I'm forgetting all my words. The, what's the thing to say? Like mono logo print. Oh, a monogram. Monogram. And so, then like also me. like his monogram is like it's, it's gay sex. Like the s is oh. touching in that way. It's like. <laughs> It's gay men having sex. Hell, and I'm sorry, tell me, but, tell me, show well, me. Well, in the same way that people are like drawing 69 yeah. and saying like this 69 evokes what it means to both be like going down, going on, down each on each other. Yeah. This is like two gay men kissing because they're twinks. They're kissing oh. and their big hard cocks are pressed against each other. And oh. that's the two S's. Yeah. Okay. Do you I'm see there. It now? I'm there. I'm there. And then there's like the big L, which yeah. is you know the phallus, the strong phallus. Yeah. The little D. The little D. The little D. Do I need to say anything more? Say no more. Say L-D-S-S. no more. L D S S. 
LDSS. And so he's got the, the monogram, monogram print, the like little pants are like, you know, laced up the front, all these mm-hmm. eyelets running mm-hmm. down, all these eyelets on these choker, mm-hmm. big combat boots. He's horny, we're horny. There's clearly also like, there was to all of the garments that had exposed, you know, crotch, there was like a, a really strong like structure to them, no? Like it's not just, it's not just cock structure. It's like there was structure to the garment there that gave me cod piece, truly. Yeah, it was, it was a cod piece. It definitely... And like, to explain... Unless, to explain. Unless he has a massive cock, that is a cod piece. That's not a pair of Speedos. Yeah, but also like the... I don't know. I thought... The shaping thought of the, it. The, like the it structure. Was, it I don't was, know. I don't know how to talk about bulges yeah. in a way that isn't like... Unseemly? Un... Unvirtuous? Wow. I like when you yeah. say unvirtuous, unvirtuous. on the Like, but this one... Maybe it... You know what it is? Maybe yeah. it's the lacing. And the way that the la- lacing actually clearly, causes a bend. But the cut, it was like so specific on each of the garments with crotch. Which other garments had crotch? I don't just scroll. Just scroll, babe. <laughs> um, I'm going to say they were all really like specifically cut to like do cod piece in a certain way. And to explain, a cod piece is a historical garment mm-hmm. that like is like, it's what it's like hard. It's like yeah. a shell on the cock, like a wrap on the cock. Yeah, it's balls. like, you know when men play cricket and yeah. they wear like a, like a cup? Yeah. And I used to have one. So yeah. I, I, I did put my balls in a cup. Um, <laughs> and so you do that. This because, is Australia. Because the cricket ball is really hard and it will hit you in your cock. Mm. And if you do that, you will die. Um, and you know how like ballet dancers and like and like gymnasts they wear like jock straps that mm. have like this supporting because you know testicles are like they're really fragile. Tell me, yeah. They're really fragile. Yeah. Um, and the cod piece <laughs> has has unfortunately gone into hibernation. Mm. And well, it's got its tail between its legs well, up until now. Yeah. Because yeah, there's a there's a you just have to look through like um you just have to take a walk through some gallery, some old museum, and you will just look at the men in the paintings. Yes. And they have some impressive cod, cod pieces. pieces. <laughs> <laughs> and you have this fabulous book. Yeah, fabulous it's, it's book, darling. It's the best book ever written. It's called Thrust, A Spasmodic Pictorial History of the Codpiece in Art by Michael Glover. And it's part of the David Sferner book series, which um, also features some Virginia Woolf, some... um, I have one called Pissing Figures. Mm. It's like, it's like art analysis Mm. that's playful and, and, and maybe horned up. This one is at least. Mm. It's called Thrust. For fuck's sake, Um, like... Yeah, and it walks you through some different, like... By the way, um, Lev read this on like Antalya Beach, like on like the most beautiful so beach hot. in the world, it's like so just hot. burning to a bronze crisp. That's yeah, that's as as you're meant to. Yeah. You know, it sort of like takes you through these European um I don't know aristocratic figures and their um relationships to their cocks and mm. their relationship to um uh I guess their their idea about legacy and yeah. how they wanted to be remembered and how they wanted to be documented and was with huge cocks. And obviously, we're all taking pictures of our cocks now, 
um, on our iPhones, but they mm. didn't have iPhones back then, which is so sad. But they had a lot of money from all of the peasants mm. in the villages. Mm. So what they would do is they mm. would hire these painters yeah. and androgynes who were, you know, poets and... And, and um, shamans and, and other shamans type of... spiritually kind of touch one percent kind of. type of people yeah and they would get them to paint <laughs> pictures of their portraits I've, I've heard they're called portraits and they would feature quite heavily these cod pieces that were sometimes metal and sometimes they were a fabric and mm. sometimes they were big and sometimes they were hard and long sometimes they were round and sometimes and they're sticking up in all kinds of different directions and yes. curvatures which is you know that's some yeah. like representational that's a matter of representation mm. because representation matters. some cocks when they're hard they stick up to the left some stick down some stick in a sort of banana e way some mm. of them point in a kind of um very like 90 degree angle mm. and so cocks come in all shapes and sizes and so therefore also to so too must the cod piece. thereby also henceforth the cod piece too. yes yes and I don't know where to start with this book because it's just brilliant. But I did find this really funny, like, part of the book. Wait, I, can I, I get, before yeah, you yeah, go yeah, there? Yeah, okay, just on pictures. Yes. Today at work, my other coworker, this guy comes up, and I like literally from the corner of my ear, I'm like listening out. I'm like also talking to someone, but I can't. I'm like, I thought this customer, this old, clearly creepy man, okay, just on appearance alone. Was had I thought he'd asked my coworker like, "Are you gay? Like, do you like it?" Because then my coworker suddenly, stone cold, was like, "Yeah, nah, I don't, I don't like that." And then the topic of conversation was changed. It wasn't that. It was actually far worse. Oh, it was no. far, far worse. I'm horrified. The my coworker had like complimented this guy's camera, right? Uh huh. And then this guy said, do you want to see some pictures? I'm serious. And when my coworker was telling this to me, I was like, oh my God, this guy's about to show my coworker pictures of his cock. No, don't tell me he showed him pictures of like his little like caboodle or something. No, it's worse. Worse than a caboodle? It was, it was like, like creepy photos of women on the forecourt. Like, from, like, all kinds of creepy angles. Like, what do you mean, the forecourt? Like, the, of the building? Yeah. What? Like, in girls, in, it was, like, creepy photos of girls' bodies in public. Was and it, he, like, Yone Teller type of, like, abjects? <laughs> it was... Fashion like, photography? <laughs> or was it, like, was it, like, dark web kind of, like... like it, it was, like... Dennis Cooper in, dot blog spot. Yes, yes. Yeah. But, like, yeah. girl version. And and then he, like, he... Girl version. And then, <laughs> and then he, like, he's, like, flicking through my coworkers, like, yeah, no, I don't. I don't like that. And then this guy says something like, oh, you might like this. And then just shows him a picture of, like, the Harbour Bridge. <laughs> my coworker thinks, sweet relief, it's about to be over. And then proceeds to keep scrolling through more creepy pictures of <laughs> How freaky is that? Oh my god. <laughs> just on image taking. On masculinity. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and thinking you can do that, like just show another strange man, like your creepy photo. Isn't that horrifying? It's, it's pretty gross. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's also like, yeah. it's also, this is the way that people act when someone is trapped at work. Yeah. When I used to work at an underwear store for a few years. True. Um, we would have all kinds of 
creeps come in and I remember say I was creepy there. Like, shit about what they have between their legs and what they want to wear over the that thing that they have between their legs. Um, I was I remember being there like on fair day, like waiting for you to finish. Yeah. Yeah, and that guy coming in. Yeah, what happened? I don't, I don't know. know. He was like he was just like trying on fucking like white singlets, like white rib singlets, and being like, "What do you think?" But like in that way in the, you know in the other way and I remember Drew talking about when he worked in the mm. suit store and how oh. the man would that man who came in like at the end of the day was like you know walking around in, in his underwear in this very pointed oh. way pointed Ooh. it's so hard not like I already <laughs> did that before we started podcasting what was it I said so, I'm just it just pointed it's so hard like it's just <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Oh my god, I can't. Oh my god, I can't. It's anyway. like I can't escape this conversation about cock. I know. It's Dick and too, cock. just too easy for too or too <laughs> hard, you know. The cod piece is all about boastfulness and braggadocio. Mm. Sad men pretending to be more than they could ever hope to be. It's very name in different romance languages makes this abundantly clear. Bragueta in Spanish, braga in Italian, and braguette. Of course, in French. Don't these words seem eager to sound out their meaning? They rattle against the teeth and explode violently out of the mouth. Exploding violently outwards. Okay. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Alright, Michael Glover. <laughs> so like like what do you think? Do you think Me. that these kinds of like horned up blowjob wanting to give type of <laughs> collections? Do you think that they indicate a sort of actual repression, sexual, like Ludovic can't get enough or he isn't getting it off? <laughs> or do you think it's like the inverse? It's like, this is liberation. Whoa. I mean, like, I don't think anything is liberation in that type of way, mama. Like, <laughs> like I don't know. Like, how is how is how is blowjob wanting to give, wanting to receive model in choker and codpiece esque briefs? Like, how is that liberation? It's not liberation to me, particularly. No. <laughs> but um, but the the whole I don't point. Feel liberated. The the point is that desire is that that hole that just won't be filled. So. Well, I think, yeah, exactly. It's, so it's, it's, a, no, it's it about the, it's about the kind of type of, oh. give me more type <laughs> of, and, and, but Charles I just think doing... it's so, it's just so important to talk about what, like this, this loaded word of liberation mm. when it comes to masculinity, loads. femininity, dress, mm. loads, because that's what all they talked about in the vice thing. You know, it was about women's liberation. Of course, it's about men's liberation from masculinity. Of course. And then the way, the only, like, the only productive way that we can, like, liberate men from the shackles of masculinity these days, and we're rolling our eyes, is by putting them in garments like this, Mm. right? Like, that's the only productive tool or solution that Mm. we have Mm. against the kind of masculinity that your coworker was talking about, right? 
is to make them gay and effeminate. Is that what you're saying? Well, that feels like that's what everyone's answer is. That's the proposed solution to masculinity is just feminizing dudes. Feminizing dudes. Or hyper-masculine... Hyper-masculine... That's all right. Hyper-masculinizing... them in a gay way. Yes. That isn't necessarily feminine. No. Because it's still misogyny because if it's like, if you're already fucking someone's butthole and it's not a woman's butthole, you know, that old, that old chestnut. No. It sounds like a Joan Rivers joke. <laughs> it's misogynistic because it's not my butthole. <laughs> um, do you know what I'm talking about? Like I know, yeah. The, the pro- you're, yes, absolutely. The proposed solutions either are forced feminization mm-hmm. or forced masculinization, mm-hmm. but in the gay way. And so, that's what and the this men is, is the vice thing we're talking about. Exactly. Like, and this is what Joe Rogan types are so afraid of is that li- like liberal men's masculinity is always gay. Well, that's the, that's the, the, the wordless the, metrosexual, right? Like right. that's the kind of, um, that's what Palia is so pissed off about is that mm. like men are losing their boners mm. and, um, Women now have boners, and and now the women are pegging the men. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Do you want to read the fabulous Palia quote? Yeah, there were two... Like, I really was, like, looking at this collection and thinking about her. And (laughs) so I... Do you think she's seen this collection? No, I think she's too busy following Madonna on Instagram. Too busy, like, creating (laughs) new accounts. (laughs) To, like write horrible things on Madonna's Instagram. Doing Madonna hate comments. <laughs> Mad- I, like imagine if like Camille Palio was like in like didn't come up in like the nineties or whatever and like instead had a TikTok account and was like twenty one today and talking about Madonna. <laughs> That'd be so awful. Imagine she had a podcast instead of a book. <laughs> oh. Oh, uh, anyway, um yeah, because she like in the introduction of this book, she says androgyny, which some feminists prefer, promote as pacifist blueprint for sexual utopia, belongs to the contemplative rather than active life. And then mm. she continues to talk about, you know, paganism and saying that major peaks of Western culture have been accompanied by a high incidence of male homosexuality in class in classical Athens and Renaissance Florence and London. Male concentration and projection are self-enhancing, leading to supreme achievements of Apollonian conceptualization, which I don't just, like I don't agree with because of course this is the ideal that, you know, patriarchy is supreme or whatever. But right. she she has this idea and I <laughs> she <laughs> and has let's it. let her have it. Let's let her have it. She says Fortunately, male homosexuals of every social class... Sorry, I need to start again. Fortunately, male homosexuals of every social class have preserved the cult of the masculine, which will therefore never lose its aesthetic legitimacy. Which I think underpins, you know, what Alex Higgins was saying on Chloe Culkin's pod about men designing for men that they want to blow. Yes. Because they're... Because they upholding are, the aesthetic legitimacy nobody of, is like maintaining no. and nurturing and watering that plant in yeah. the way that gay men are in the fashion industry and in image creation and in visual culture like mm. Tom of Finland is like scribbling like mm. the most masculine masculine men masculinizing each other yeah 
And the, when you say masculinizing each other, you mean... I mean sodomizing. Right. No, read about the erection. Oh, okay. I read the bonus one. Okay. Um... We've been really enjoying. I don't know if we've explained it earlier, but that but Lev and I watched season three of RuPaul's Drag Race and all of the Untucked episodes when we were away, and there's this fabulous, fabulous part of the um, what's it called? It's like the Jock Makeover episode. <gasps> yes, it probably has some fantastic transphobic name. Oh yes. Um, so they're making over the jocks and as soon as Carmen Carrera gets her jock into some pantyhose, (laughs) (laughs) she's like, she says to him, you kind of get a boner a little. Uh, so we've been really enjoying that particular phrase for a couple of months now. Yeah. It's, it's proliferated to the point of obliteration, obliteration. Now we're, we're like inadvertently using that expression on a pod where we're talking about boners and where it's yeah. like mm. can I get a boner a little in a wine, wondrous time lapse time lapse boner you know just like so she says <clears throat> the quest romance of male sex is a war between identity and annihilation an erection is a hope for objectivity for power to act as a free agent but at the climax of his success, woman is pulling the male back to her bosom, drinking and quelling his energy. Freud says man fears that his strength will be taken away from him, from him by woman, dreads becoming infected with her femininity and then proving himself a weakling. Masculinity must fight off effeminacy day by day. Women and nature stand ever ready to reduce the male to boy and infant. Um, and then she has, I just like these, these words. So I'm going to keep going. The operations of sex are convulsive from intercourse through menstruation and childbirth, tension and distension, spasm, contraction, expulsion, relief. The body is wrenched in serpentine swelling and sloughing. That's sexy. It's so serpentine. She's talking about the cock, the Mm. convulsions. It's like, it's the sex act. It's the... It's the push and pull. Um, it's also like very femcel of her. It's also very Andrew Tate. Mm. Um, I reject those ideas. Yeah. Um, but I love the way she writes. The way she writes about it is really funny. And also, like, there, there are truths that I believe in that. For example, masculinity mm-hmm. must fight off effeminacy day by day. Absolutely. And that is so evident in, like, each of the collections that we've talked about in that there is a tension between masculine and feminine. And that's what makes yes. the, the Ludovic show so beautiful is that yes. there are it is a co-ed show and that there are these kind of, like, repetitious looks that articulate those tensions. She goes um, on later, um, the shaman is an archaic prototype of the artist who also crosses sexes and commands space and time. How many modern transsexuals are unacknowledged shamans? Perhaps it is to poets they should go for counsel rather than surgeons. And equally to poets as to fashion designers, perhaps, because he does really beautiful things with, I don't know, these beautiful men and women. And yeah, they're these very kind of like 
elegant and pretty and often like soft like though all those things that had like glow mesh and like the sheer yeah, fabrics yeah. like that i'm just i just keep thinking of the alex Kansani look where yes. she's like she's just got that icy blonde hair and she's so pale and the dress is pale and wait did she walk she did she did she's oh my god she did and she looks beautiful uh, and this is the like this is the like what's the elfish people in lord of the rings what are they called probably elves just elves i don't know i don't know let me google that um and she walked right after this boy who's like in a sheer look with like white um white front briefs and like a fuzzy trim little jacket and they both look so pretty like yeah it's 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 failing the war against effeminacy you know totally it's like losing the fight wins again it wins and as much as it wants to be hard and like and horned up and like Mm. and like full of testosterone it's like so like estrogen it's so soft Mm. and glowy and silky it's just like it's like you know the fabrics feel like the softest Mm. you know lady skin Mm -hmm. and um and that's that's the failure of this collection is that it um it just can't <laughs> help but just be like so so girly <gasps> so girly and, yeah. and um i'm excited and maybe to that's see good i think it's good i think it's good i'm excited to see what he does at, at and yeah. yeah another legendary um designer who works with masculine feminine mm. in a way that so beautiful um, so it's holy 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 shall we tear jw anderson a new one just quickly just, just quickly, quickly just quickly oh my goodness um so jw anderson sent some male models down the runway <laughs> with box of fabric bolts of fabric of fabric pillows pillows and leather pants I really loved what Alex Higgins said, which was... Oh, I didn't listen. Oh, no, he said, um, he said, you know, he sends down model, he sends models down the runway in, like, these looks that are not styled. It's just, like, a pair of shorts and, like, yes, a model just wearing pants. And they're not even pants, like, a model just wearing hot pants or (laughs) underwear. Hot pants are, like, that's such a funny whoever like named them that is so funny genius Genius. Uh, and like that's not an outfit obviously and how alex higgins articulated it was he said um that is not a solution which i think is a really elegant way of saying that you didn't actually design a fix to the problem of dressing you just sent a model down the runway and underpants (laughs) yeah and it's like very interesting that we have this tomboy like mm. men's figures on t-shirts. Mm. And those men are in like board shorts, and their mm. their skin is like sunburnt, you know, in these in these optical they illusion are, shirts. And they look like video game characters or something. And And the boys look shrunken. You just know people are going to write like the most fascinating things about this collection and Mm. and give it so much credit where it's not due. And the thing is that the proportion, and same as the proportions at Loewe is that they were all inflated so that the boys look smaller. 
and boyosho, you know? Yeah, yeah. What I don't like about the pillow look is that I feel like I'm looking at, like, a child. Like, yeah. that makes me uncomfortable. I don't like it very much. It's also, not the, like, sexy. the, like, microchip, like, SIM card on the man's peg. It's, like, and then the <laughs> That's frog, funny. frog shoes in look... Oh, they were stupid. But he does that so that, you know, we get like, who, who, like, I don't know, people making memes out of it. I think that's also like how the market works. Like, if you make like stupid, stupid frog shoes, like, that's what this will be the item that people will buy from this collection. And the other thing that they talked about on the, I mean, they touched on, um, on Chloe's pod on, like, oh, we're over the Balenciaga thing, like, which, like, yeah, same. But um, what we... The Balenciaga thing, like, the scandal. Like, yeah, like, being scandalized and, like, yeah. saying that it was pedophilic and, like, da 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 like, we're over that. Um, but what is really, I think, crucial to the question of, like, that whole debacle is, like, we're so happy and willing to accept like fetish wear in like every other context i'm like you're all sickos and stupid the logic doesn't work at any point if you're mad at whatever the balenciaga thing that happened and then you're okay with like like the like one of the looks here look 42 is literally the model is dressed up as a teddy bear in bondage like, it's almost a joke about those fucking teddy bear bags it's, in bondage. Yeah, and they put the model in that, like, they chose the model with the, with the like, blonde dyed mullet mm. who looks sickly. And they, like, chose that person totally because pallid. they look, the pallid model, because they look like that weird creepy doll. Mm. Um, yeah, it's like, it's like they're kind of laughing at us forever having like conversations about it and ever like debating it because the shoes are so heavily like decked out in this kind of like buckles and locks and they're you know they're toying with that kind of hardware and and, and utilitarian fetish mm. aesthetic aesthetic and i don't know it's just like when jw anderson does it i'm like oh it's so corny and unsexy to me and that's why, and that's why it makes me so angry that, like, you people have such poor critical thinking skills that you can't actually understand what fetish wear is doing in fashion or make your own opinion about why that is or isn't cute, you know? Yeah, 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 exactly. And, you know, the handlebars in look 36 that are on the hips. Oh, those are stupid. (sighs) (laughs) I just look at look 35. Like, I'm going to just say, like... It's a a leather t-shirt. Sometimes you need to, like... Sometimes we need to stop and be like, that is just fucking ugly. Like, we we can talk till the cows come home about, like what it all means but this is fucking ugly and it like it didn't need to be made and it's a waste of time resources labor material frogs died for what how many frogs had to die i was enjoying looking at the tattoos on one of the model's legs on look 39 this model in the pink 
mohair sweatshirt has oh. a tattoo on his leg that looks like a stick and poke that says oh girls God. heart techno exclamation mark oh that's so funny which i feel is like kind of what we what we were talking about when we think about masculinity and these boys with stick and poke tattoos that say girls heart stick heart techno what do you know about girls loving techno what do you know about girls loving techno no nah, boys want to be girls so bad yeah i mean like one of the pillows he didn't even bother to like put a pillowcase on it show me in look uh, look 18 oh. it's just a but that's because boys don't have bed sheets right right like what's the story about these like boys with the pillows some you know people are have been throwing around they're... you said it um <laughs> <laughs> maybe they're all having a sleepover um i think as well people have been saying it's recession call it's you know anxiety class anxieties it's about what is the what are, what have people been saying <laughs> the, the, so annoying. about um quiet luxury wealth whispers type of dressing <laughs> i'm just i'm just oh, reporting yeah, on what the whispering oh my when you Charles, slap all these like like fake tattoos of tomatoes all over a boy's leg and then his hand and his neck and you put him in a in a long sleeve black cotton t-shirt and a pair of black trunks and a and you make him carry a black pillow and is it that they're having some sort of like like are they like doing some weird freudian like making the pregnant belly like they want to be they oh, want to be soft it's womb envy womanly. it's womb envy maybe maybe i don't know like we should be we should be talking about why there are so many cushioned surfaces soft edges is that to do soft with the recession edge. are we are we are we gonna all need to pad up we are it's because about to get really violent and rough and anarchic it's it's about it's about violence yes and becoming padded in terms of like a form of protection but it's also about hibernation you know bears get fat Survival, before the winter fattening up yeah yeah yeah, yeah. oh i Cows know i don't want to do slaughter. it don't make me i already started <laughs> oh so stupid um <laughs> Yeah, it's dumb. It's stupid. It's not good. Again. And... <laughs> Let's close it there. Let's close it there. Are you happy with that? I'm very happy with I'm that. Ha- we did thrusting. We did testo junkie. <laughs> junkatronomy. We did yes. sexual persona. We yes. did shaman. We did transsexual. Androgyny. And what? We did Cocks soft cocks pulling the layers back on the cocks and the bananas and the bananas and, and the, the convulsions and convulsions wow and the motions in the oceans <laughs> and the volcanoes that are doing the double eruptions mm. and the mountains and the hilltops that we have to climb over mm. to get to each other oh so that we can complain about jw <laughs> again again um thank you for listening let's seal it with a loving kiss yes seal it with a loving kiss mm-hmm.